Well, as we prepare the way in our hearts for the arrival of the Messiah, we are moved to worship Him. And I trust that during this time, as you've listened to these songs, maybe you've hummed along with them as well, you also too have been able to worship our Savior. We can't help but sing out His praises as Christmas Day draws near. I imagine you probably have your own favorite Christmas songs that you like to hum along. Rod's favorite is... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm dreaming of a white Christmas. If you're around the Frentress household, I'm sure you can hear him singing that loud and strong all the time. But everywhere we turn, songs flood the airwaves, rejoicing in the birth of Jesus. And it's been that way since the beginning of this story, which is found in Luke chapter 2, in the first 20 verses of that chapter. And so in the first six verses of the story, we read what seems to be an ordinary account of the baby. Mary and Joseph are forced to travel to Bethlehem when Mary is very pregnant. If you look at Katie, you probably think, there's Mary. And in verse 6, it's a very plain, bare retelling of the birth that could be told about any poor child around the world. Then in verse 7, the scene suddenly shifts to something glorious. Shepherds are in the fields, and suddenly an angel shows up. The angel is accompanied by the glory of the Lord. And the result is that the shepherds are terrified. The angel has a message, don't be afraid, I have good news. The baby in Bethlehem is the Messiah, and more than this, he is the Lord himself. Then a whole group of angels praised God by saying, Glory to God in the highest and on earth, peace. The shepherds go to the manger to see the baby and tell Mary and Joseph what the angels have said. Then they return home glorifying God for all they have heard and seen. Today I just want to share very shortly about a couple things about the glory of God in this portion of Scripture. At the announcement of Jesus' birth, angels appear in the sky and fill the night with songs of worship. And with contagious joy, they sang, Glory to God in the highest. What does this song of praise really mean? Glory to God in the highest. They are saying that all the glory of heaven is wrapped up in this little baby wrapped in a manger. They celebrate and praise His name because He is more than worthy of any worship we could ever give. So we give glory to God. Glory in the highest. And yes, Jesus is worshipped in the highest, His glory filling all of heaven. But then take note of what group receives this great news. Glory in the lowest. This proclamation comes to a a crew of, of shepherds working the night shift in the fields. Not the royal courts, not the seat of government, not the prestigious power brokers of the community. This song comes to the shepherds. We need to understand that even though they now occupy a place of honor in the Christmas story, we think of them and we go, wow, what a group of great guys. But they would have been considered anything but honorable by the people that day. This is an amazing and interesting glimpse into the nature and scope of Jesus' ministry. It sets the stage and offers offers clues for the unconventional kingdom 
that Jesus came to build. At the time of Jesus' birth, shepherds were considered outcasts in Jewish society and culture. Despite the rich history tied to the profession through, through David, there was no glory in being a shepherd, no glory at all. It was an undesirable job for undesirable people, hanging around stinky sheep, trying to lead them around, and they don't want to be led. Which is why it is remarkable that the good news of salvation came to them first. Jesus' message of love and grace was sweet to the ears of those watching from the outside. His gospel is not reserved just for the elite, but crashes through walls and blows past boundaries to reach the outcast. Gospel is for everyone. He constantly goes to the least likely, redrawing lines, rewriting guest lists, and redeeming lost sheep and shepherds. And they were among the lowest, yet God chooses them to receive this news first. He reveals His glory to them in a miraculous way. And why? Because the glory of Jesus isn't just reaching to highest places, glory to God in the highest, it's reaching to the lowest as well. And everything in between. This is the glory of Jesus. He is the highest, full of greatness, full of glory, but He humbled Himself and made Himself the lowest. At Advent, the one who fills all of the heavens and earth with His glory is contained in a manger. The high becomes low, and for that, we give Him glory. 